more often than not, doing it all does not serve us. Instead, it gets us going in a rat race and in a loophole, going after dreams that aren't our own versus coming back and reminding yourself, what is my vision? What are the values that I want to guide me, right? What am I prioritizing? Hey there, I'm Sienna J. Brown, leadership strategist, global speaker, and your host here at Leading with Intention. Whether you're an entrepreneur, corporate leader, or striving to make a positive change in your community, you'll gain a fresh perspective on the intersection of intentional leadership in your life and work. So tune in to learn how to increase your impact while creating an expansive and abundant life in alignment with your values and vision. It's time to redefine success on your own terms, re-envision your lifestyle, and start prioritizing what really matters so that you can reach your ambitious goals without burning out and falling in love with the journey. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Leading with Intention. And today we are going to talk about a topic. I think it is one of my most frequented questions and also something that I'm hearing a lot of you want to talk about and dive in even more. Today, we're going to talk about how to navigate doing it all while still staying true to yourself. And so I think this topic is something that is so important for us to not just understand, right, the reasoning behind it, but then also really start to learn about some strategic, slow, and intentional steps that we can be taking to go from doing it all, doing the most, hustling, burning out for other people's ideas of success, right? And really start saying, how are we tuning in to what we truly want and need and is aligned with our bigger vision, okay? So I want to start off with this topic just because I think it's something that's so important, number one, because we've been conditioned, right, by society based and due on the different circumstances that many of us have been in of being able to say, we have to do it all. We have to go 100 miles an hour. We have to work even harder to be able to catch up to some of the privileges, access, and opportunities that a lot of people have been able to have that we might not have. And right, so I think, again, it's warranted to have that sentiment of how are we going, 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 and doing what's needed for the bigger vision. And at the same time, I really want us to dive in and ask ourselves right why do we truly feel like we have a need to be doing it all and also asking ourselves how much of what you're trying to do is actually aligned with your bigger vision right not your mama's not your boss not your neighbors right your bigger vision and your idea of what type of life you want to be creating for yourself but also what kind of world you want to be contributing to, right? And again, I've really been seeing, I wanna say over the last three years, a lot more of a collective shift, right? And we're seeing these trends come up, the soft life, the slow life, ease, et cetera. And while I love it, because I've been on that train for the last decade, I also think it's really important to understand what that actually entails, right? So again, living a soft life, creating boundaries, having time in your calendar. While all of that sounds nice, on the other side of that, you have, how am I integrating hard boundaries with people that I might care about? 
How am I saying no to some things to be able to start prioritizing others? How do we start to create that time for self-awareness, right? And practicing self-honesty as we're on our path. And I think, again, we get caught up in these ideas or these trends and wanting to hop on, but I also think it's really important for us to realize our why behind it, right? And so, again, two things I just want to recognize before we move forward is, number one, you don't have to do it all, right? You don't have to do it all. And I think that that's important because a lot of us might have grown up with a savior type of mindset where we have to save the world or we have to do it all or we have to make this 30 under 30 or 40 under 40 or 50 under 50 list. But I really want to encourage us to ask ourselves why. What is the why and what is the real reasoning behind what it is that we want to be doing? And then the other thing for those of us of like, yes, you know, that's nice, but I'm still wanting world domination, right? I think it's also important to remind yourself that doing it all does not need to happen now, does not need to happen by yesterday, it does not need to happen by this year. And again, I think it's important because again, I really talk about a marathon mindset and really identifying like, what is that big goal that you have for this season, where you're at? prioritizing what's the most important for you in life right now. And again, I want to walk us through this because I think there has been such a need and desire and rat race, right? Almost towards how am I reaching success? And success might be buying the house, having the kids, having the Tesla, getting wifed up, all of these different things. But in reality, asking yourself, What does success look like for you? For me, success looks like not having calls on Mondays so I can ease into my week. Success looks like being able to choose and have the privilege of choosing different opportunities that I step into and being able to say no. For me, success looks like being able to take out an hour for lunch to share with my partner and my puppy and just be present in the middle of the day, right? So success can look really different for everyone, but I think something that's really important and a shift that I wanna move us to is how are we moving away from an outdated idea of success and instead moving towards a more aligned sense of self-actualization, right? And if you're a psychology nerd like me, you've probably heard self-actualization being thrown around a ton, specifically in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which I love. But I also just want to break down the definition because folks don't like to be known the definitions of stuff as they use it. So I really want to be clear. Self-actualization is the realization or fulfillment of one's talents and potentialities. Self-actualization is the realization or fulfillment of one's talents and potentialities. Let's go a step deeper. What is potentialities? The latent qualities or abilities that may be developed and lead to future success or usefulness. Why does that matter, right? When we're thinking about self-actualization, it means being able to reach your full potential. But what I love about this is being able to tap into what you don't even know you're capable of yet, what you don't even know that can exist for you, right? Those latent qualities or abilities that may be developed. But to develop those things, we need to have time. To develop those things, we need to be well. 
to develop those things, we need to understand the importance of centering what truly matters most on our journey, right? And this is really why I focus the work that I do on working with leaders, because I know that y'all have been through it, whether you are one of the first, whether you're one of the onlys, whether you are figuring out how to create the roadmap yourself. I see you. I've been there. I am you. I'm still there, right? And it's really important because once we start leaning into more of this sentiment of intentionality, of healing, of self-actualization, it allows for us to create the lives, the leadership styles, and also the legacies that we want to be creating, but in alignment with our authentic selves, right? Not chasing after Jimmy or Joe or Johnny's no shade to any of you who have those names um, and what their idea of success looks like, but it means creating what your idea of success looks like, right? And I really just want to talk about this today because I think that this idea of doing it all and doing it all right now, we live in an instantaneous society where we're constantly having access to everyone's wins, everyone's highlight reels, everyone's snippets of the best parts of their life. Hopefully you're following folks on Instagram who give a little bit more of the real real, a little bit more of the behind the scenes. But I think that it's important because as we're seeing all of these images, it's very easy for our own idea of self-actualization to get caught up in what that looks like for other people, right? And I really want you to sit with that because it's important as we continue moving through this episode as you continue moving through this year and this chapter of your journey to really remind yourself that you get to decide what you want your life, your leadership style and your legacy to look like. You get to decide what success looks and feels like for you. You get to decide what your journey is towards self-actualization, right? And again, all of this is important because as we move from these intentions, these visualizations, more of the feminine of being able to dream up what you want that to look like, it's also important for us to take stock of where are we right now, right? Are we at point A where we're trying to jump to point H? Or are we a little bit closer than we might think, right? And so as we're thinking and moving towards that real self, who we are now, who we actually are, that current state of being, and working towards that ideal self, that future self. Who, do, who is it that you want to be, right? Who is it that you want to be? What do you want to reimagine and evolve and become? It's going to be a journey and you're going to need to take it step by step. And I think this is so important as you lean into your own self-actualization journey to realize that again, the path to get to where you want to be is going to take time, dedication, effort, and energy. That doesn't mean there can't be ease. That doesn't mean there can't be abundance. That doesn't mean there can't be expansiveness, but it will also take putting in the work, right? And again, as we think about all the things that we see on social, it seems like things are instantaneous. A five hour ceramic project we're seeing in less than 60 seconds, right? A painting that might've taken weeks we're seeing done in a one minute reel. But really understanding that these crafts take time, really understanding that building out your story takes time, okay? So I want us to move a little bit more into the strategy, move a little bit more into the strategic. For those of you who are either getting ready to 
define and align your annual plan for those of you who might have created one and you already feel like you're off right no matter where you are in your journey i really want you to lean into these three steps that i'm going to take you through to be able to go from doing it all doing all of the things and doing all of the things for everyone else to really being able to lean in and identify what is it that's going to be most aligned right now okay so let's dive in I want to walk you through three steps to start prioritizing what matters most while staying true to yourself. So I love this concept. I work with all of my clients when we go through this and really align on what is most important in the chapter of your life right now, but also in my annual planning roadmap, we really, really, really lean into how do all of these different things build off of one another. So I'm going to walk you through the first three steps because I think this is a good structure, a good way to get you started on how to start prioritizing what matters most. And the first thing that we're going to do is align on your vision and your values, right? So this is more than just a vision board. This is more than just something that feels good. But I really want you to sit down and understand what is the life that you want to be leading, right? What is the life that you want to be leading? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Why does that matter to you? Not just what is the end goal, but how is it that you want to get there? That might differ, right? But once you're able to understand how you want to feel, what the core of that essence is, it's going to allow for you to, number one, be adaptable in your journey. And number two, not block yourself from your own blessings because you think that it has to be packaged in a certain way. Trust me, I've been there. And when you open the door up to possibilities, it really makes a difference in what can enter your life once you stop closing yourself off to different ideas of what your journey will look like, right? So I want you to think about this vision that you want for your life and choose what makes the most sense for you, right? Not everybody likes 10-year goals, girl. I can't even think into next month, nevertheless, 10 years. But if you're a 10-year girly, that's fine. Your 10-year vision, your five-year vision. I personally love my three-year visions. I go through a lot of three-year evolutions. That's probably the reason why. Or your one-year vision, right? Thinking about the end of this year, what is it that you want your life to look like? What is it that you want your life to feel like? And don't block yourself from your blessings by not naming and putting them into existence, right? If you wanna write a book, write a book. If you see yourself as a speaker being booked out on global stages, name that. If you see yourself getting that new promotion, but being able to have more time in your day, name that. If you see yourself entering into a relationship and finding your life partner, name that, right? But we need to be honest with ourselves on what our vision is, because if we cannot name and claim that in the confines of our own brain and soul, it's going to be really hard for us to put that into action and then also start attracting things that are aligned. So I want to encourage you to be honest and transparent and real with yourself on what that vision is. And a bonus point I really want you to think about is what are the values that you want to be living your life by, right? And I think doing a little bit more of that work of understanding your core values will help you be able to move forward in the way that you make decisions and in the way that you move through. So when it comes to identifying some of your core values, I think it's going to be one of your biggest guiding lights to really be able to understand, how do I wanna be living my days? 
how do I make my decisions? What am I working towards, right? For me, my core values have really been abundance, ease, love, peace, right? But to be able to get all of those things, right? If I want ease, I have to learn how to be able to accept support. Let's do that again, right? But if one of my core values is ease, to be able to have ease, I need to be open and accepting of support, right? To be able to have abundance, I need to work through my limiting mindset, my limiting mindset of what is my highest limit, right? To be able to have expansiveness, I need to be thinking of how am I reimagining the way that I'm living and I'm working. And so when we have alignment with those core values, it allows for us to move differently. It allows for us to be able to take the steps that we need to be able to move forward, okay? So I want you to get your ideas down for what is your vision, right? That one, three, five, ten year vision, whatever feels right for you. And what are some of your core values that you want to be living by, okay? Now, when you have your idea of your vision and values, that should help you get a better sense of what are the different buckets or life accounts that you need to be focusing on right now? So if you have ever worked with me, you know that I love the concept of life accounts. So life accounts was a concept that was originally created by Michael Hyatt. And over the last 10 years, I think I've really been adapting that and really understanding what are some of the core life accounts for the women of color and the leaders that I work with, right? So a life account is essentially a theme of your life. Let's say it might be career, it might be community, it might be mental health, it might be vitality, physical health, it might be finances, it might be the list goes on, right? But really thinking what are one to six, well, max it at seven, of the different themes in your life that are so important. Is it family? Is it spirituality? Is it community, right? Is it personal growth? Whatever they are for you, write down a list of those life accounts. And then what I want you to do, and while this might be hard, right, I want you to circle or underline, whether you're doing it on Google Docs or in a notebook, circle down the top three that are most important for you to focus on right now. Okay, so for me, and I've been doing this for about 10 years, so I've gotten creative with my life accounts. My life accounts this year are vitality, our home, and the third one is a little me, but it's like owning my inner peace and power, right? Those are my three life accounts. And so well, that's great, Sienna, but what do I do with that? With those different life accounts, that really allows for you to say and understand what am I prioritizing? How am I structuring my days to be able to integrate more vitality, right? How am I really focusing on working smarter, not harder, to be able to help with expanding my sentiment of inner peace, right? Whatever they might be for you, really align on what are the three life accounts that matter most right now. And when thinking about that, think through what's going to have the biggest impact right now with where you are, your real self, what is the next step forward that you need to take to be able to get to your ideal self, okay? And the last part of this that I wanna share with you, you should have been able to create your vision and values you should be thinking about and aligning on your top three life accounts. Feel free to pause this episode, do the practice, and then come back. Because now what I want you to do is write down one goal or one intention for each of your life accounts. Okay, and the reason why I want to play around with goal and intention is because sometimes, yes, it might be a smart goal. 
a habit-driven goal, X, Y, and Z, but sometimes it might need to be an intention, right? So a goal would look like, I'm going to run a 5K by March 31st. An intention will look like I will make daily choices that will serve my vitality. That could be working out. That could be eating gluten-free and dairy-free. In my case, that could be a variety of things, right? But I, I like to play around with that because, again, goal is very masculine energy. We have a goal. We set it. If we don't reach it, then we fail versus an intention is a little bit more of that feminine side of like we have flexibility with what that looks like. But we also have clarity as we know what our bigger vision is and what we're moving towards. Okay, so with those top three goals that you're going to do, I want you to ask yourself one thing. I want you to ask yourself, are those goals aligned with your bigger vision? I want you to ask yourself, what do you need to let go of to be able to support you reaching those goals or intentions? And the third thing is being able to say, what is the benefit or how do you see yourself growing or evolving when you get there? And again, I think that reminder of the bigger vision of where we're going to be stepping into is so key and so vital because it allows for us to see ourselves on the other side right to be able to envision what does it look like being an author what does it look like or what does it feel like after i run that 5k whatever that might be for you when you wake up in the morning when you're feeling down when you're feeling stressed remind yourself of that vision repeat your goals to yourself write out affirmations if you want to but do what you need to to stay committed and realize that sometimes doing it all doesn't actually serve us. I'm gonna say that again. More often than not, doing it all does not serve us. Instead, it gets us going in a rat race and in a loophole, going after dreams that aren't our own versus coming back and reminding yourself, what is my vision? What are the values that I want to guide me, right? What am I prioritizing in the season right now? And what is that one thing that I know is going to be able to help me move forward. Okay, so I hope you were able to get something out of this episode. I feel really excited about this one because I know that this is something that has transformed so many individuals' lives and also really been able to help them go from, I talk about it like having your energy expand in so many different places versus having your energy expand upward intentionally in a way that's aligned towards a bigger goal. And you'll start to see the difference once you start integrating these tips, but I want to invite you all, if you're struggling, if you're like, see, this is great, but I need help, work me through it. I need a little bit more guidance. I need the structure. No worries. I got you. Um, I want to also offer up the opportunity, and I'll leave the link in the show notes for you to check out, but to really dive into my life planning course. And my life planning course is really something that's going to help you be able to define if you're just getting started or align if you're already on your journey, right, what your life goal is. And so I walk you a little bit through all of the process of what we've talked about today with even more detail, right? But I think it's really important for us to realize that if you are a leader looking to redefine the way that you live and you work, if you are trying to make a change in your community, if you are looking to own your own inner peace and power, it's really important, again, to have the structure and the framework that you need So you can stay ready so you don't have to get ready, right? Really being able to lean in and know this is where I'm going and give yourself space and time to adapt for when life happens. 
because we all know life is going to life, right? So inside this design and line workshop, we really go through everything. So everything builds off of one another. We start off with creating your vision board, really being able to gain those visuals. So what does that look and feel like? We dive into detail and I give you real examples and templates for creating your vision and your values. I give you even more in-depth insight on what the life accounts are and why they matter. But really, by the end of it, the thing that I love is that you are able to have a roadmap, a template, a guide, and a structure to be able to take with you. A really great example is with this template that you get in the Design and Align Workshop, one of my clients has some really amazing big goals set out for this year, like I'm cheering her on already. But as we were going through one-on-one and looking at what she had set up for her top three goals and her life accounts, but then what some of those subtasks were, we had to take into consideration. When might you be traveling? When do you have something else going on in life? And actually look at it on a timeline and say, ooh, you know, I'm trying to do a lot in April and I'm trying to go to Barbados. That can't happen, right? So we think about this strategically. We think about this intentionally. We think about this not just centering our goals, but also centering what's happening in our life right now to be able to help you move forward. So for all my ladies, for all my leaders who are really trying to get it aligned this year, again, really tapping into the fact that you're not starting from scratch. You're evolving from experience. You have the tools and the strategies that you need. And I'm really here to provide you with an even more elevated version of how to start integrating, how to start aligning and really simplifying a process and something that has become so commercialized, right? But I really think being able to say, how do we give ourselves the basics that we need to come back to ourselves, right? How do we allow for ourselves to push beyond some of those limiting beliefs of how we have to show up What does success look like? What does self-actualization look like for you? All of this is really important because it's going to allow for you to go much further and to do it more sustainably. So with that, I appreciate all of y'all. I hope you got something from today's episode. Please drop me a line on Instagram, share the blog post, reply in the comments if there's comments on your podcast platform. But Give this podcast a rating, please, please, please. The more that you rate, the more that you subscribe. It really helps us be able to continue doing this amazing work, but then also see you out there, right? I want to be able to acknowledge you. I want to be able to celebrate you. I want to be able to grow with you, partner with you. So it's been a, I was going to say it's been a blessing. (laughs) It has been, but it's been amazing to just really dive in and give you a little bit of the behind the scenes, right? A little bit more of the nuances of what are some of the real steps that you can be taking to move forward in the way that you live and work. So thank you. I'm glad that you're tuning into Leading with Intention and I will chat with you in our next episode. See you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you loved what you learned, be sure to leave a review. I would love to hear from you and the impact these episodes have. Be sure to share with a friend or your wider community on your preferred podcast platform and follow me on Instagram at Sienna J. Brown and tag me so I can join in the conversation and continue to touch on topics that matter to you. It's time to get out there and start leading and living with intention. Until next time.